I feel I have invested a lot in my journalism career in South Sudan that the thought of never practicing journalism at that level again, it, uh, it just makes me sad. The best jobs I could possibly get is to work as a cleaner. And it's very interesting how my CV changed from being a media consultant and so on to having this experience working as a cleaner and stuff like that. If the national security is after you, and that is the same policy in the old Sudan, is that they would open a file and any article that you write which is critical of the government would be put in that file. So that the day they, uh, they take you into detention, they would point out that you wrote this, and you wrote this, and you wrote that. So if your file is active, it means no serious action is going to be taken on you yet. But if your file disappears, that means it has been handed over to external security. And the job of external security is not to interrogate you, is not to discuss with you, is to make you disappear. Is to make the problem disappear. So when my file went missing, one of my cousins, he said, Chris, whatever you do, do not leave your office. So I had to camp in the office for a few days. Your file is gone. It means it has been handed over to a different group of people and they will, they will make you disappear. Because that is it. That means you're done. This is how I basically started sending emails to a lot of people to get me out of South Sudan as quickly as they could. My name is Opoka Paropoto. My friends also call me Chris. I am a journalist from South Sudan and I have since gained asylum in the Netherlands in 2017. I now work with journalists back in South Sudan to try and get them out of danger and settled in countries where they can be safe. Let me just wait for him to maybe remove the mask or maybe the sunglasses to see if at all I know him. At that point, he pulled a pistol from his waist and then he placed it on my tummy. This is Wajai Emmanuel, a journalist who was covering the South Sudan National Legislative Assembly and exposing human rights violations, corruption and many other ills. Either you enter the car or we leave you here. And if we leave you here, we will not leave you the way you would expect to be left. So they pushed, he pushed me into the car and then closed the door. Join me in a new podcast series called Asylum, produced by Alibi Investigations, where I will tell the story of journalism in South Sudan, the stories of survival in exile for journalists who have escaped the long arms of South Sudan's notorious national security services, and the tough decisions these human rights defenders have to make about seeking permanent residence in exile or returning home to face the wrath of autocracies. You'll follow me as I work hard to pull a young journalist out of danger, coach him across multiple African borders, help him reckon with a life where he can no longer be a journalist, and hopefully, finally, get him asylum. It was already getting dark. I, I presume it was around six, seven there. 
So this bottle of water had some black substance inside. I couldn't anyway see properly whether it was black, red or green, but it was because of the darkness that appeared all black. And then he instructed me to take the that substance. And when I opened it, it had a smell like alcoholic. So I told him I do not take alcohol and this thing smells alcoholic. He said here you do not have a choice to take whatever you take. Even if we tell you to eat feces, you will have to eat. Asylum is available wherever you get your podcasts and at alibiinvestigations.org.